Hello, hello. What's up? Welcome to Greenville Miked. Welcome. We have got a jam-packed episode today, including some fun news for you pickleball people, because I know you're out there. Oh yeah, lots of fun news for the pickleball people. But first, we've got a fun pickleball fact that I found on the internet. Okay. Pickleball was invented in 1965 on Bainbridge Island, Washington, by three dudes, Joel Pritchard, Bill Bell, and Barney McCallum. Do you know where the name pickleball comes from? I have no idea, but people ask me all the time. Where does okay. it come from? It comes from Joel Pritchard's family dog, whose name was Pickles. Oh my gosh. And who used to chase the ball and run off with it during games. Okay, I love that. I love that that's why they call it Pickleball. Yeah, so it was their family dog named Pickles. Very interesting. Well, thank you for that fun fact. You're welcome. And welcome to Greenville Mike's, your one-stop shop for all things happening in Greenville, including, but not limited to, new and noteworthy happenings, delicious foods we've tried, events coming up this week, and the stories behind your favorite businesses around town. I'm Tracy. And I'm Will. And this is the Weekly Rundown. Like I said earlier, we have got a jam-packed episode. And first, we're starting off with some notable news out of none other than Malden. Malden is getting a new city center, if you haven't heard. So the Parker Group, who's a developer and also a real estate firm, uh, they're planning a 6.5 acre adaptive reuse project, which they're calling Maverick Yards. So it's going to have a food hall, residential townhomes, and a 25,000 square foot indoor and outdoor entertainment complex. And of course, there will be pickleball courts. So get hype, pickleballers. We know that the number of you who are super into pickleball is growing every by day. The day, minute by minute, maybe tripling a day. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're coming out of nowhere. People love pickleball. They love it. So they'll get their fix at Maverick Yards. Yep, which is set to open winter 2024. Now, that's the only details we have. So does that mean January of 2024 or December of 2024? Not sure if that was an intentional move, just to add some flexibility on the timeline or not. Either way, stay tuned. It'll happen sometime 2024, either the beginning or the end. Yep. Well, I'm excited either way. Sounds super fun. All right. Next up, we have got some fun facts about Greenville. And today we're going to talk about Tommy and Harriet Weish. Some legends. Some legends. So Harriet Weish has been popping up quite a bit in my dive into Greenville's history. So I thought I needed to look into her a bit more and also her husband a bit more because it seems like they were quite the Greenville power couple. So here's what we know so far. What we've talked about before, the Weish Pavilion is named after Tommy and Harriet Weish. And we could actually do an incredibly deep dive on these individuals as they've both lived lives that have had tremendous impact on Greenville. But honestly, we don't have time. It's too much. They've lived incredible, amazing, jam-packed lives. Man. We don't have time. That's uh, that's the best when someone's trying to talk about you and they're like, man, I could go into so much that we don't even have time. Right. So here are just a few of their achievements during their lifetime. And we're going to start with Harriet. So 
As we've talked about before, Harriet Weish led the Carolina Foothills Garden Club, and she also worked to create Falls Park on the Reedy. So there's a plaque next to the waterfall that recognizes her. And this was obviously a catalyst for Greenville's transformation and is a pretty epic thing to accomplish in one's lifetime. Like, if I had accomplished that, I'd probably just call it a day. I'd be like, that's a pretty good accomplishment, Tracy. Let's stop there. I don't don't know if you can top that. But she didn't. She did more. So in addition to spearheading the creation of Falls Park on the Reedy, she added a spectacular array of gardens, terraces, planters, and walkways throughout the park. And she built the, well, she didn't build the beautiful pedestrian bridge over the waterfall, but she helped to put the vision behind that together. She built it with Um, her bare hands. (laughs) That would be incredible. That's why it's such Um, an amazing accomplishment. Right. And she also helped to convert an abandoned gasoline station into Falls Cottage. So it's pretty epic. Um, In addition to that, she was a founding director of the Metropolitan Arts Council and co-director of the Greenville Arts Festival during its formative period. She served on the board of directors of the Greenville County Museum of Art and the Greenville Symphony Orchestra. And in addition to that, she was also an accomplished gardener, and she received many prizes for flower arranging and horticulture, and the grounds surrounding her house were even featured in Southern Living Magazine. That's a lot of different things. A lot. She was a pioneer. She was such a pioneer. Yeah. In the beautification of Greenville and the conservation of Greenville's nature beauty. For sure. She did a lot in her life and so did her husband, Tommy. And I'm going to get into that. So he has also had a ton of accomplishments and has had tremendous impact on the city of Greenville. Like I said, power couple. Major power couple. Major power couple. He was recognized as one of our nation's great conservationists and was the chief architect of the conservation of over 100,000 acres, including the South Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains, Jocassee Gorges, the watersheds of Table Rock and Poinsett Reservoir, and the land between them, which Weich named Mountain Bridge Wilderness Area, and which includes Jones Gap and Caesars Head State Parks, just to name a few. It's a lot of notable places. That is a lot of notable places. And fun fact, the conservation or his desire to conserve these places all started with a trip to Los Angeles in 1972, where he saw the area's mountains covered with development. And it was an epiphany for him. He realized for the first time that the mountains he cherished and enjoyed couldn't be taken for granted. In 1973, he founded Natureland Trust, a nonprofit organization to serve as the vehicle for his conservation campaign and dedicated much of his life to the cause. He was one of the principal authors of the South Carolina Heritage Trust Act, the South Carolina Conservation Easement Act, and the South Carolina Mountain Ridge Protection Act, which were new laws needed to achieve his conservation goals. He was also a key player in the revitalization of Greenville. He helped bring the Hyatt Regency Hotel here. He played important roles, for example, in conceiving and developing the Peace Center, Heritage Green, the Bilo Center, which is now the Bon Secours Wellness Arena, the Governor's School for the Arts and Humanities, and the Kane Holter Family YMCA. So this guy's doing a lot. He also received countless awards for all his work and even carried the Olympic torch through Greenville on its way to Atlanta for the 1996 Olympics. That's amazing. Just pretty cool. He did it all. He was a lawyer, which we didn't even really talk about that. Um, obviously a land conservationist and a visionary for the revitalization of Greenville. And he even played tennis, which is pretty cool. And also was good at it. He had lots of accolades and awards within (laughs) the tennis world as well. Wow. Um, And he also published six books. Just keeps going. So yeah, how he had time for all of these things, I honestly don't know. Incredibly impressive life. 
And I would just encourage people to take a deeper dive into the lives of Harriet and Tommy Weish, because this truly is just an overview. I think it's so cool how they spent most of their life accomplishing such outward focused things. You know, like they were preserving natural beauty and helping the city grow and trying to revitalize Greenville and protect the arts and, you know. Yeah. So many cool things. Really sounded like selfless people and selfless pursuits. So For sure. It's a life well lived for both of them. For sure. All right. That's all I have for you for fun facts. Next up, got some eats and treats. This week we're talking about another one of our favorite spots around Greenville. Hendo. Hendo, originally from Hendersonville. Which is where we first discovered it. But it's made its way down here, and I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. So we, when was the first time we went to Hendo? Let me think. We're on, we're coming back from a hike. No, we're coming back from camping. I think, I think the first time I had it, we were camping. You'd had it before. Yes. I was pretty familiar with Hendo. Anyways, so it's Hen and Doe. Hen for chicken, dough for biscuits and donuts. Right. And it makes sense because they were in Hendersonville. Yeah, it's a great name. It is a great name. And now they've expanded to be part of Gather over on Augusta Street. Yes, thankfully. And they're incredible. They are incredible. What do you normally get when you go to Hendo? So when I go to Hendo, I usually get the chicken biscuit. Of course. Which... It's probably pretty standard. I don't get anything on it. It's honestly probably like the best chicken biscuit I've ever had. Um, they're amazing. The biscuits are so like, they're like crumbly and soft. Uh, they like fall apart in your they're mouth. They're like so buttery. It's delicious. It's crazy. And the chicken is massive. Like some places you get chicken biscuits, I feel like the chicken is getting smaller and smaller. But mm-hmm. at Hindo, the chicken has always just been a massive piece of chicken. So it's a very filling biscuit, but it's really good. And of course, also, we always get a donut, but we're not going to talk about donuts today. We talk about donuts a lot. We talk about donuts a lot. You should get a donut, but... Their donuts are really their good. Their biscuits are, are really where it's at. Their oh, yeah. donuts are also where it's at, but the biscuits are are what you typically go for. For sure. I get a chicken biscuit and I add their pimento cheese to it, and it is so good. Their house-made pimento cheese, it's amazing. The chicken has the slightest crispy crunch on the outside. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, I feel like some fried chicken that's not quite my fave. It's like really crunchy, like heavily breaded on the outside, you Mm -hmm. know? This is just like a slight crunch as you bite into a tender, flavorful piece of chicken. Right. That's a good way to describe it. Thank you. Um, A few things that they have that I have not tried but would like to try, but every time I'm just so loyal to the chicken biscuit would be the hot chicken biscuit, which is a Nashville-style hot chicken. Mm. And that sounds really good. I've heard it's really spicy, but sounds nice. And then also they have chicken sandwiches, uh, which of course have Duke's mayo on them because obviously a buffalo chicken one. They have one with pimento cheese. They also have donut French toast. So I know we said we weren't going to talk about donuts, and this is kind of not donuts, but kind of is. But it kind of is. It's griddled donut bread pudding, berry preserves, maple syrup, and whipped cream. Holy crap. That sounds like a lot, but... It sounds like a lot, and 
I also am loyal to the chicken biscuit. We should have that on the back of some t-shirts at some point. But I am loyal to the chicken biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> Catch our merch dropping soon. <laughs> Honestly, they also have a donut breakfast sandwich. Which so. I had, okay, is that a new addition? It might not be, but I had never seen that on the menu before. Yeah. Either way, looks incredible. Probably would need to spend an afternoon like asleep after eating. <laughs> that would definitely induce a food coma for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I've got some reviews for us from the people because we love hearing what they have to say. Nina gave a five-star review. She says, Little Georgia Me never knew such goodness. First of all, what a genius concept. My sisters and I wanted a little of many things. The biscuits were flaky on the outside and tender fluffiness on the inside. The French toast pudding dish was sinful. Who told them to create such a treat? My goodness, in all caps. I had the hot chicken sandwich. It gave me the spice of life between perfectly baked biscuits. The service was awesome, and we received our food fresh and hot. If you're ever in Greenville, check them out. Okay, also, another great t-shirt idea, one that just says, tender fluffiness inside on the front. That's interesting. Yes. Credit to Nina on that one. Credit to Nina. Does little Georgia you agree with that review? I do. I am a little Georgia girl. You're a Georgia girl. Georgia girl. (laughs) All right. Another five-star review. Awesome food and service every single time. We've been coming together, Greenville, every week all summer, doing meetups with our group of 10 to 20 teens. Many of us choose Hendo for the smothered chicken biscuit, sweet fluffy donuts, soft drinks with free refills, excellent, consistent food quality, and friendly, exceptional service. Mary and the team will take care of you. Brittany says, this food is fire. I had the chicken sandwich with gravy over it, and just for a moment, I thought I experienced a piece of heaven. Whoa. That's amazing. And uh, there you have it. If you haven't been to Hindo yet, head on over there. Gets five stars from us every time. Oh, yeah. Every time we go. And next up, we've got some new and noteworthy in Greenville. We got two new restaurants for you. Starting off, we've got another place in Gather Greenville that just popped up, and it is called Cafe Zorba. So this is Greek food. AKA one of our favorite types of food. We love Greek food. Which is exciting. They're located next to Juice Box. We haven't checked it out yet, but we need to. What we have checked out, though, is the menu. And so, Will, what would you get if you went to Cafe Zorba? Okay, there's probably lots of things I would get. I did like the looks of the Spana Capita. I probably did not say that right. (laughs) I don't know. There's probably a 99% chance I didn't (laughs) say that right. But it looks really good. It's life and... It's life. It's life. (laughs) It's light and flaky filio pastry dough. Man, I need need to brush up on my culinary terms. Yeah. Stuffed with spinach and feta cheese and served with a side of salad. So spinach and feta... In pastry dough. Can't go wrong. Called filio. Well, you probably can, but I'm sure they don't go wrong with it. Doesn't seem to go wrong for me. That sounds good. Um, I probably get the chicken euro wrap because I love chicken euro wraps. And Sticking with the classic. Sounds like a classic. It's got tomatoes, onions, tzatziki sauce wrapped in a pita. And this sounds like a great spot to go for lunch. We'll probably go. Another new and noteworthy restaurant is the bellwether so they call themselves an elevated family-friendly public house steps from fleur field so go there right before you go to a greenville drive game Um, the same people who created urban wren are behind the bellwether as well 
And the menu also looks delicious. They've got some tasty appetizers like Cracker Jacks and warm pretzels. Um, They've also got sliders, salads, fish, lots of options. Will, looking at their menu right now, what would you get? I'm scrolling through. Under their sliders, they have their namesake bellwether sliders, which is beef patty, bacon aioli, ale braised onions, house pickles, and white cheddar. That sounds pretty good That sounds really good. Is that what you would get? I think that's what I would get. There's some other interesting items. The spring panzanella grilled bread, peas, asparagus, pea shoots, grilled fennel, feta, and a balsamic vinaigrette. I love a balsamic vinaigrette. That sounds good. Ooh, they have a crispy cauliflower, which looks fun. Uh, Sweet and spicy chili glaze, scallion, and sunflower crunchies. I love sunflower crunchies. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Sunflower crunchies. But also their sliders look good. They have a fish one, a fried chicken, classic with beef patty, comeback sauce, lettuce, tomato, onion. That sounds good. Man, I don't know. What would I get? They even have buttermilk fried chicken thighs. Those look really good. Okay, I feel like I have to tell the people what their Cracker Jacks are, though, since I mentioned that they have Cracker Jacks. Under their snacks section on, which I guess is like appetizers, the Cracker Jacks are giant corn nuts, crispy chickpeas, a word I can't pronounce, malted peanuts, and chili lime salt. <laughs> well, you got to try to pronounce that word. I don't think Give I can. Give it to us. Ch- ch- <laughs> Chicharon de Harina. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to pronounce that either. I don't know what it is. I should Google it, but I don't know what it is. Honestly, I probably get a warm pretzel, some sliders, maybe like the fried chicken in the bellwether sliders. That's what I would start with. Mm, I knew you were going to get a warm pretzel. I love pretzels. You can't resist. Another thing about me, just love pretzels. A little something for everyone at the bellwether. They are located at 941 South Main Street, steps away from Fleur Field, like we said earlier. All right. In our next segment, we've got Ruby's roundup of places in greenville you can bring your dog and so last week we talked about coffee shops this week she's got a list of five breweries that allow dogs courtesy of greenville today which ruby subscribes to so here's ruby's roundup of breweries that you can bring your dog to in greenville number one and this is in no particular order the community tap over at wade hampton boulevard so they've got a dog friendly covered patio the dapper dog aptly named a combo dog park and bar so your dog can run around off their leash with a bunch of other dogs and you could grab a drink so super dog friendly so fun i love that dog forward and three fire forge also dog friendly kept on a leash though and outside and then southern side amazing outdoor seating situation obviously if you've been through a unity park which your dog is sure to enjoy Um, perfectly situated for people and dog watching as well. If your dog likes to do that, or if you like to do that (laughs) and last up unleashed dog bar, another dog park bar combo, your dog can hang out off its leash and you can go grab a beer, some wine or another beverage of choice. So that's a list of five dog friendly breweries coming soon. Ruby's list of her favorite craft beers in Greenville. (laughs) She's still that, working on that one. That is not coming soon. We do not give Ruby beer. I, I'm for, just reading what she sent me. For, <laughs> for the record. All right. <laughs> Thanks for that, Ruby. We appreciate your hard work towards the podcast. Our final segment for the day is your events 
for the weekend. So starting us off from April 27th and going through the 30th, so that's Thursday to Sunday, we have got the Piedmont Plant and Flower Festival. So what will I do at the Piedmont Plant and Flower Festival? You'll be able to shop the area's largest selection of plants and flowers for spring. There's also going to be home, yard and garden decor, as well as handmade crafts. There will even be master gardeners there to help you with any questions you may have. Wait a minute. Um, What is a master gardener? Is that a certification? Maybe. You probably have to spend like a thousand hours gardening. I think that's what makes you like a master of anything. A thousand hours? I think so. Food and drink will also be available once you get parched. I know you will looking at all those beautiful plants and flowers. Bound to happen. Bound to happen. Admission and parking are free and they will have wagons on hand, but it's a first come first serve basis. So customers are encouraged to bring their own wagon. And it is going to be at the Greenville State Farmers Market, which is 1354 Rutherford Road. The hours are Thursday through Saturday. It's 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sunday it is 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So go get your flowers and your plants and advice from master gardeners. One day I hope to be a master gardener. Someday. That'd be awesome. Also on Friday, April 28th, Fireforge has their own gardening club, but not the same kind of gardening club. This gardening club is a progressive psychedelic jazz fusion group based in Greenville. So they play music. They don't garden. Maybe they do garden, but they will not be gardening at Fire Forge on Friday from 7 to 9 p.m. They'll be slinging out some psychedelic jazz fusion. So go to that on Friday. Then Saturday, the 29th, we've got the Mutt Strut taking place on Main Street starting at 8.30 a.m. The Strut benefits the Greenville Humane Society. The Strut. The Strut. (laughs) I feel like you just have to say it like that. I don't know. Yeah. Participants will enjoy a two-mile walk-slash-run, depending on your own choice, through beautiful downtown Greenville. Immediately afterwards, the Mutt Market Festival and After Paw Tea will take place on South Main Street. Gotta love that. So it's gonna have lots of entertainment, live music, free pizza from Papa John's, caricature artists, face painters, and sponsor tents with plenty of awesome swag and giveaways. Participants over the age of six will also receive a swag bag filled with goodies and a race t-shirt. And it looks like it's $40 to sign up. So don't miss the mutt strut. Sounds fun. Also on Saturday and Sunday, Unicorn World is coming to Greenville Convention Center. Yes, you heard that right. I said Unicorn World. What in the world is <laughs> so, Unicorn World? I looked into it. Basically, this is an immersive unicorn experience. What with... does that even mean? <laughs> I'm getting to it. <laughs> Give me a second. It's got crafts, lifelike unicorns, and lots of fun. So, an entry ticket includes access to the enchanted forest, stables, story time, crafts, indoor playground, and games. Um, there's also premium activities which include unicorn rides, bounce houses, face painting, and professional photography. It sounds like a good family activity. There is a website. It's called the unicornworld.com. And you won't fully understand Unicorn World until you go to Unicorn World. (laughs) Sounds like something like that. But the website gives a good peek into what you can expect. It's 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. on Saturday. And it is 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. on Sunday. Tickets are $30 a person. Unless your child is under two, then they're free. But you have to purchase tickets online before the event. So you can find them at theunicornworld.com. 
Also on Saturday the 29th, we got the Greenville Triumph versus North Carolina FC. 7 p.m. at Furman. Tickets are between $15 and $60. So go check that out. Cheer on our triumph. And lastly, on Sunday, April 30th, we have got the Tacos and Tequila Fiesta. So this sounds like a blast. It is a one-day food festival with unlimited tacos for some of the best chefs in the upstate, plus all the beer and tequila cocktails you can responsibly drink. General admission tickets are $55 and include all the tacos and drinks you can handle. They do have a designated driver ticket that is $40 and includes all the food and non-alcoholic beverages you want. This is taking place at Judson Mill and it is from 2 to 5 p.m. That's nice of them to give a discount to the designated drivers out there. I appreciate that. They're like, you're not going to obviously drink alcohol because you're driving, so you shouldn't have to pay for it. Exactly. Which is nice. It makes sense. You can still party. Yeah. Well, that is all we have for you guys today. But we do have something exciting coming out on Thursday. We've got our exclusive interview with Michael and Caitlin Hayes from Claire's Creamery. It's going to be so hype. We had such a good conversation with them. They have such a cool story and a pretty big announcement from Claire's. And we are so excited to share this interview with you guys. So Because we love Claire's. We love Claire's. They're awesome. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Can't wait. That is the weekly rundown. Thanks for tuning in this week. Please remember to like, subscribe, give us five stars in whatever app you're using. Yes, and share it with your friends. And follow us on Instagram at Greenville Mike, all one word. And that's all. We'll catch you next week. See ya.